I'm seeing a proceed with caution for Mike's. Yeah, do uh, we, that's okay. He gets that's that been the there time. for years. He's a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. It's like a birth defect. I'll move over once and I'm driving. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, welcome back to Operation Coronavirus from your good friends, the Ditch Diggers. Who are the Ditch Diggers? I'm one of them. My name's Tom Taylor. And over here is my friend, Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. Uh, hello, Tom. Hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. How are you, Dan Lewis? Why are we here? I don't know. Why are we here? Who knows? Let's try and justify it. Go ahead. <laughs> we are here go to ahead, bring ahead. hope and angst and uh, uh, things to the listeners during uh, this time of, uh, of weirdness and oddness and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all in this together. And by God, that means we can come into your ears and your homes and uh, share our thoughts and feelings. That, so- even that sounded really gross. Yeah, it is. It's that sounded really extremely gross. gross. Yeah, we're just reaching way down into your souls and feeling around and diddling around in there and see what we see. Uh, said, and, yeah. No, that's not what you said, though, Tom. It's not. It's not. Anywho. So we're, we're coming into your ears. Yeah, coming right. <laughs> <laughs> dropping you loads. sick son of a bitch. Dropping loads of intelligence into your ears. All of your glasses. Um, All right, Tom, you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta have that, that sound drop. Uh, oh, I should get that. Get it back on yeah. track. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Oh, yeah. Just added an hour and a half to my day tomorrow, but okay, that's cool. Who gives a shit? Who gives? You got to do it. You got this is you and that maniac of a son of yours. That's right, staring at each other over Simpsons episodes. I know that well-adjusted family of yours. Yeah, we're weird. Makes me sick. Made bread this weekend. We made cookies. Ooh, glorious. Oh. They were all delicious. Oh, it's like a Christmas card. <laughs> we made Christmas cards, made gingerbread men, put all the Christmas decorations back up. Who cares? Who <laughs> um, gives a shit? Dan, I have a question for you. Yeah. Before we started recording, you said that you were returning from the grocery store and you had to unpack your groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? How did you, what What? What procedures did you, and, and you know, what did you do? Well, again, up? I have one you of do those, to, um, I just actually happened to buy the grocery store on my travels. And I was mm-hmm. on foot, so I decided to take one of those bikes that I'm always talking about, the rental bike. You and those bikes. So I know I, ha- I can only buy enough groceries to go into one double bag that I could put into the front with that little strap. There's like a little basket in the t- in the front. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I did that, and I and then I so I wiped down each thing with um like a disinfectant wipe. This is when you got them home. Oh. Yeah, and I wiped down the. And then I wiped, you know, any, you know, the doorknob as I came in, and I'll, I just sort of thought of it as a, it's, you know, I just wiped things down a little bit. I don't think I'm yeah. super crazy about it, but I think I mm-hmm. probably wiped everything enough to, to be fine. That the people, sounds... the people in the grocery store, are an entirely different story. Several of them just zero yeah. effort, zero. Right. I mean, yeah. I just don't get it. And again, we talked, we we already exhausted this, but. The employees of the grocery store didn't really stay that much away from people, and I kind of get that more. It's like they're at work and they're busy and they're they're constant, you know. Yeah, but they're the ones who should be. It should be on their head and their minds constantly. They're Perhaps the ones that's who should be true, but I just I guess I'm thinking like there's only so much effort that you're you're ready to just be like I can't just avoid people so much that all day you know they're probably just throwing right. up their hands right. to some extent. Mm-hmm. But yeah. anyway, yeah, I just I'm just going to I'm just going to go ahead and bathe myself in it because it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kinda, yeah. I think they're probably thinking about it that way. Yeah, in a way, yeah. And yeah, just like what am I going to do? I feel do? like I haven't done 
I don't pay any attention really when I, I haven't gone, you know, I'm not going to the grocery store every day, obviously, but like when I do go, I don't, I feel like, well, okay, I'm going to take these, I'll, I'll, I'll take all the stuff out and put it away and then I will wash my hands and that's it. I'm not worrying about like wiping stuff down and things. Yeah. And maybe that's stupid of me, but I don't know. For some reason I'm more, like we also get food deliveries from like, you know, like exactly. a restaurant and stuff. It's, you're not super likely to get it from those things. It's not like it's that, I mean, you, you all, I mean, I don't think you're crazy for not going the full nine yards right. on it. And I don't think you're crazy for wiping it down. That sounds sensible, but quick wipe down, I, I not like, a comprehensive thing just to like, right. You know, as I put it away. Also, just for actually, if mind. I'm putting it in the fridge and, it, and I know I'm not going to touch it for a day or so, I'm not wiping that down. It can't survive right. on a piece of paper in a refrigerator for like for 24 hours. That's apparently the half-life starts to decrease yeah. pretty quickly. Like we were just watching a video and it, 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 it's hard to tell on YouTube, but it looked like it was like stamped with like the, you know, it's either there's like a general coronavirus tag or it actually was from the CDC or something, but it was like a surgeon like in his home, like saying, hey, I'm a surgeon. So I know all about these, like, you know, ster- uh, sterilizing things and everything and keeping things clean and keeping germs from spreading. And he had this whole like, like rigmarole of how he's bringing in the groceries and like this half of the counter is the dirty half and this half is the clean half and i'm wiping it all down and like anything i i, I throw away the, the the cardboard of the of the the, the cereal box but the inside is okay because no human hand has ever touched it or and i'm like really i don't know like my, my buddy dr yeah. fauci said don't go nuts about all that stuff just don't sneeze on each other don't shake hands and you know wash your hands a lot don't be obsessive right. he said don't be obsessive about wiping off uh you know, surfaces and stuff. Just be careful about washing yeah. your hands. Don't touch your face. Right. That's and, in line uh, with stay away from everybody. as well. Yeah. Yeah. He said, he said, don't, you know, don't be obsessive, but God help you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. God help you if your internet goes I have out a question and you have some for stranger Dan. in your place licking everything. Sure. Yeah. That happened to me. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you, yeah. Dan. <laughs> so you said you wiped it down with disinfectant wipes. Where the fuck did you find those? <laughs> uh, they were given to me from a friend of mine who's, smart okay. and figured oh, out all okay, this Okay, that's stuff good early. because there Your is connection. I went to about I went to about 10 different stores yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking 10 each day. Mm. And there is everything is picked yeah. clean. Everything wow. is picked clean and anything Lysol disinfectant, surface wipes or if the cloth wipes. Yeah. The only thing that's left is like uh like tile cleaner, mm. like bathroom tile uh-huh. cleaner. And so, so you have to use like if you're going to use the, the the tile cleaner for your for your everything else. Do you have but, you're going to die of tile cleaning disease? Do you have <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know if they're scrubbing bubbles. I don't know if they're. Oh, I got a case of the scrubbing bubbles. I don't know. Are you Mike? And I don't know if you, they're. Do you do you have rubbing yeah. alcohol or anything like that? Yeah, I got some of that. You kind of just make. I can some, make a solution with that, right? I, or do you have bleach? Water it down a little bit. Eh, I don't have bleach anywhere. I, do you have fire? I have um, my. I have a little baggie that I go out with and I put it in the pocket of my sort of running shorts and I... Yeah, it's, it's what you got your weed in it. No. <laughs> it's got a Lysol, the Lysol wipes. Uh, like I'll put oh, one or two oh, yeah, in there yeah. and then if I use one, I'll tear it in half to use it. Like I won't even use mm-hmm. the whole one. Right. right. Yeah. I don't even know if they're replenishing it anymore because I've gone, I went there this morning at like 7 a.m., nothing. You know, I went there at, back at 9 o'clock, nothing. Then I went to like six different stores, nothing. Yeah. All it is my is, local is Walgreens staff. seems to be pretty well stocked. Not all the no, time. Like maybe I, I'm just there luckily, but uh, yeah. they they have toilet paper and they've and I think the last time I was there they were restocking some kind of disinfectant like spray or something. Mm. 
Yeah, if you if you if you find it there, get it, and I'll I'll pay you for it. Oh, just okay. to get the How much get the, uh, the like the Lysol, the one that kills ninety nine percent of bacteria. All right, I'll Shit. see what Nowhere I can to do. Be found. Nowhere to be found. It's that one percent that always gets you. Yeah, <laughs> well, the one percenters always get you. None of it kills one hundred percent. It's all ninety nine point no. nine percent. Yeah, it's never straight up and down. So do you remember really the commercials for like uh, for laundry detergent or toothpaste or whatever? Like, in, they would have those animations of like you know the fibers like swaying back and forth on the towel or whatever, mm-hmm. and there were like big chunks of dirt in there, but then they'd be floating up because you're using Tide or whatever. But they would yeah. always leave in like one or two chunks, and I always wondered if they were like. Is that them covering themselves? Like they're not demonstrating to you that it's absolutely one hundred percent going to get your stuff clean. There might be one or two chunks left. Yeah, they, they have to, to do that to like. Yeah, to, they had to consult the. Yeah. Le- they had to consult legal. Yeah. Uh, before they. <laughs> yeah. did the How many chunks do we have to leave? So now you can't do that. You can't do that. They said you got to just you got to leave one of those little animation yeah. starbursts in there. You can't get them all up. <laughs> right. Yeah. A little little crusty chunk of plaque. It's got to be there. You know, in the, you know in the, right you, in the recesses. You know the fucking position you'd put me in if you take them all out of there. Yeah, yeah. Where do you get the gall to say that every little yeah. bit of plaque or dirt is going away? Yeah, life isn't like yeah. that. Where do you live? Oh, insane. Um, so I had a dry cough was... last night. Yeah, well, and my okay. wife thought that I was dying. She thought that she woke up this morning. She's like, "Oh, hey, I don't like that cough." I'm like, "No, it's okay." I went to bed. I didn't drink enough water yesterday. I like sucked in some little piece of dirt or something, and I had a very dry throat. I was like hacking for like five minutes, trying to drink some water in the bathroom and stuff. And I went back to bed and everything was fine, but she was really worried. She thought I had had the, uh, the dreaded uh, dry cough. Oh boy. I think it's, I is that not. what it starts with? Or does it start with the fever? That's like one of the two things. Yeah. I've heard, uh, my friends, uh, a friend of a friend posted a video. He's got it. He's got the coronavirus in, uh, where is he? New Rochelle, I think maybe, or Yonkers or something anyway, but he somewhere in New York and he, uh, posted a video about like detailing like day by day like mm-hmm. oh i had this little tickle in my throat made a joke that yeah. i had the coronavirus next day i had a crazy fever you know yeah. and stuff and mm. so yeah i think it's one of the first couple of things it's you the notice. uh it's the day that he doesn't post then you know what happened <laughs> right it's you mm-hmm. go to check in on him and it's just a again static. though you're talking about a one percent mortality rate that's across the population that's not with yeah that's a lot 50 year old guys that right. are healthy as a dad, I am more concerned about having to live with a fucking whiny, bratty, 13-year-old monster just complaining about every breath he takes and stuff for a week. A 1%, a 1% more mortality rate when a million people have it, you know, because a lot of the talk is that across the U.S., within a, within a week or so, it'll be a million people diagnosed with it. Oh, diagnosed? I'm, I'm 100% certain that many millions have it. I, I do, oh, yeah. There's... I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that number is good for the 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 case the number of cases. That's not the right number. And it's not even remotely close. It's not even remotely yeah. close. It can't be. No. Numbers have stopped meaning anything to me. Every time I read an article about like you know yeah like we were just saying like the, how long it lasts on surfaces or whatever right. the numbers are always changing and they mean nothing to me anymore. Well, just but the, yeah like the right. like the numbers of people like a bunch of I said to my wife yesterday I was like. It. <laughs> right, that means people. yeah you can just extrapolate from that there's no way that a hundred thousand or hundred eighty five thousand people have it right now it's got to be did right. it, uh, far larger than that did it did it like when like one of the royals from one of the uh countries died oh really from yeah i, I want to say Prince from, Charles uh, has it but i don't know about uh, no i heard i, I heard that so, I, I can't remember what it was but it was it was like a princess of mm. 
of one of the one of the like one of the European countries, like one of the uh, oh. I don't know, maybe it was like the Netherlands or something like that, or, or one of those one areas. Of the that's, ones. Yeah, but it was uh, yeah. I could be wrong, but fuck it. I don't know. I'm throwing it down there. Prove me <laughs> wrong, right, motherfuckers. <laughs> I said the other day, like, is this uh, the number when I looked at the newspaper was like, like 600,000 cases worldwide. And I was like, wait a minute. No. Is that a lot worldwide? That doesn't sound like that much. Like it no, should be in the gonna, millions. Shouldn't it? For, like, as long as it's it been going It doesn't on. make any sense. It's completely right. illogical. There's, there's no, yeah. that number is completely pointless. pointless. It is kind of pointless. Like, like, like you shouldn't look at any numbers until like maybe the end of summer or something. Like whenever they finally get tests out into the world. Or the country, I should say, because everybody else seems to have tests. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you yeah, got like actual data to work right. with, then you start paying attention to the numbers. Well, and the data is the the, I mean, the data is going to be counting the dead, not the not the ones that are diagnosed, because we can't test yeah mm-hmm. enough people. So it's really when somebody dies, it's like true. Oh, yeah, you know what he had yeah. the virus, so that's add that to the tally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I'll way. tell you what though. Yesterday, yesterday sucked. So I woke up and mm-hmm. I felt good, and I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm going to get in touch with the kids. I'm going to get in touch with uh, their mom and say, you know what? What do you need from the store? I'm going out. I'm venturing out. You know, maybe I'll bring a pizza over. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll bring some food over and, you know, it'll be, it'll be nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I got a list of groceries and I got a list and I went, they wanted some noodles and company. So I went and got orders for everybody and ran it over. Then it's starting to rain. All right. So I, I go out there and I said, stay inside. I'm going to come to the door, put it out by the door, and I'll talk to you through the gla- through the, the, the the screen door. You know, so so mm-hmm. <laughs> so they they uh, they came to the door. I you know they, they, and I was talking to them for a little bit. I put my hand up against the glass because <laughs> you know because I have a flair for the dramatic, like in the movies. I want to really <laughs> the moment. Yeah, like the movies. Yeah. And but I'm on the porch and I'm getting soaking wet from the rain and all. You know, water raindrops are dripping down my face and I'm like, oh. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> and I walked in my car real slowly. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I go home, Dan. I, I go home, and I, I'm in the mood now. I'm in the. I got. I got the funk all over me now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna milk it. I'm going down the toilet right now. So I go home, and I just start listening to Tom Waits. Nothing but Tom Waits now. No oh boy, which one? Yeah. And not and and not like the carnival type music. I'm, really? I mean, his, <laughs> I mean, innocent when you dream. When you dream, when you dream. So I was listening. Yeah, the, there's the there's the the barroom one and the '78 version, right? Yeah, there's two, two versions. That's so yeah. fantastic, just absolutely fantastic. Uh, I said this before, like when Tom Waits dies, he goes up and God says to him, just waves his finger at him like Robert De Niro, like you. You, you get it. You get it. You you get what it's like down there. <laughs> you. But anyways, so I'm listening to the song "Little Rain for Clyde," and it just it just it, it it's one of those songs that it either destroys you or fills you with hope, right? Oh, okay. And, there, and there's a there's a there's a verse in there. It's a real short verse, and it and it's it's talking about this young girl. It's like okay, she's 15 years old. She's never seen the ocean. She jumps into a van with a vagabond. The last thing she said is, I love you, mom. A little rain never hurt no one. So I said, she she wants to go see the ocean. She jumps in a van. She hitchhikes and it jumps in a van and then she's killed. And that's the last thing she says. Whoa. And I just lost it. I completely lost it. You know, I'm because I have daughters, you have kids that are about to go out into the world. And you're like, he took two lines and just got 
everything, like told a mm. short story in it. And then I started to think, is that what he means? Is he, does he mean that she's full of hope? She jumps in this van and she gets killed by a stranger. And she says before she dies, I love you, mom. So then I start, you know, I'm, I'm a complete disaster for two hours. Mm-hmm. And then I start to think, well, what if like a lot of his songs have this and you can chime in after this is, <laughs> do you ever get like some, some of his songs have give you like, a, they're like a dual meaning. Like if you're in a, if you're in a good spot in life, you would read that and say, Man, she's always wanted to go to the ocean, and now she's getting the chance. And she's saying, "Hey, mom, I love you. I'm going to the ocean." You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then, a, then, a, then a sad sack like me says she just got murdered. Sometimes when I'm listening to those songs, I get a little bit of that similar. Like, I wonder if I sort of think I think he means this thing, but yeah. I don't know if he wants me to mean like I might be overly. And so there's two different possibilities. Right. That's the one I, I mean. can think of is from a Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis, which is mm-hmm. uh, my one of my favorite Christmas songs. I only listen to it at Christmas. It's not explicitly a Christmas song, just that it's a Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis, but it's got a Christmassy mm-hmm. feel to it. Anyway, there's a point where she's like, basically all it is is just reading this this letter that this person wrote. And it's just mm-hmm. like, remember how, you know, it's like she's like writing it to an ex. And she's gone off and like gotten all screwed up on drugs and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then she's got this point where she's like, uh, do you remember that record we used to play, Little Anthony and the Imperials? Uh, but someone mm-hmm. stole my record player. So how do you, and he goes, how do you like that? And so I thought, I thought, I think she's lying. She sold the record player, but she doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, you get you get sucked into it, and you start coming up with your own. Is that what it is? And it's a whole thing. I don't know. The the lyrics are so good that it it gets. Oh, he's amazing! Absolutely amazing, man. He lives right up here in Ox, I guess, in Occidental, California, which is where a buddy of mine got married. Yeah, go ask him. I I go ask him. Yeah, are you really innocent when you dream? Did she make it to the? Did she make it to the beach? Is she okay? Yeah. Yeah. No, but 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 even even the title of that song is like you know, <laughs> even the title of that song is like just such a, a a a comforting feeling. Like everybody, even the even the worst, are innocent when they're when they're dreaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good. He's got that like there's that level of like uh like so many of those songs have like uh I don't know there's just like his voice and like the emotion that goes into it. Yeah, it could either be like isn't this great? Isn't this the way life works? Hooray! Or it could be like, oh my god! Now oh, there you go. There yeah. goes life again. God it's, damn it! Uh, uh, so, Man. I think we've decided eh. that Tom Waits is really good. No, he's, he's fantastic. He's, he's got it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever hear uh, the uh, even uh, Shane McGowan for the Pogues kind of hits on it a little bit too. If you if you if you listen to the Pogues at all, oh, do we? Some talk of those about... songs are just. I was. Go ahead. Okay, well, do you know the record. Um, if if I fall from grace, if I fall from grace from God, or yeah, God, from it's God, a great yeah, record, yeah, the Pogues. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we talk about this song, um, "Bottle of Smoke"? That I from that mm-hmm. album, very upbeat, this driving song. You know, so, and you can't tell what this fuck this guy is saying, right? But he's going, he's right. like da 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 da, the bottle of smoke. You know, blah 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 blah. Um, I looked up the lyrics recently, and it's so much better than I thought it was. It's about <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know this song's about? Uh, no, but but uh, but that's how his so- those songs are. Yeah. Is you don't understand a word he's fucking you saying, he's saying, but you read and the you lyrics. Look it up and you're like, oh, this is great. 
It's about a yeah. um, bottle of smoke is the name of a horse that he and also in in, in their Christmas song, uh, he he mentions horse racing. I think that comes up a lot in their music. It's, isn't it fairy tales of fairy fairy, fairy tale, tale of New York. New York? The best Christmas song ever. But yeah. the uh, the song bottle of smoke bottle of smoke is a horse that he bet on. Whoever the whoever the you know the the guy speaking in the song is, but the but the guy is like he's just fired up and he's like, uh, you know, fuck fuck the guy, don't argue with my ticket. This ticket is correct. It says the name right there. Give me my money. Uh, let we're gonna go get crazy. I bet you know I put all my I'm gambling. My gambling is done forever. I just put twenty five to one, and he's like twenty fucking five to one, you know, and he's yeah. like my gambling days are done. I bet on a horse called the bottle of smoke and my horse won. And he's just so happy about it. And it's, it's great. He <laughs> goes home and he, he gives his wife yeah. like a handful of money, gives his kids money. He's like, I'm going out. And he leaves. Yeah. It's just the greatest. <laughs> it's so funny. And the, and in the, in the fairy tale of New York, it's, 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 it's a Christmas song, but it's him. And I can't remember her name, like Christy McCall or Christy something like McCall, that. Yeah. An Irish oh, yeah. singer. Sure. Yeah. The and what they Christy do is they, is they go back and forth in this, in this song. And the greatest verse in any song, but for a Christmas song, listen to this. So it, she starts it every two lines. They switch back and forth. So she yeah, starts. You're as, a bum. You're a bum. You're a you're a bum. You're a punk. And then she and he goes. You're an old slut on junk, lying there almost dead <laughs> on a drip in that bed. And then she goes. You scumbag. You maggot. You cheap lousy faggot. Happy <laughs> Christmas. Your arse. I pray God it's our last. Yeah, it's great. I mean that's. I mean that's <laughs> the greatest the best thing. thing ever. And then they go right to the chorus. The boys of the NYPD choir. The, <laughs> it's the great, yeah. and that's the same and, and thing. It, he had one. Like, the, the horse yeah. came in eighteen to one, so they're partying, and it's Christmas time, and they're super happy, and that's what they're remembering. And now they're fucking pissed yeah. at each other. They hate each other, and it keeps going back and forth <laughs> from the past to the present. Oh, it's, it's genius. Flat out brilliant. Wow. Yeah, great. And he has a, and they have a song, uh, "The Sunny Side of the Street," which is just about staying drunk and being on the sunny <laughs> side of the street. It's it's just like you know, I'm just gonna be on the sunny side of the street. Yeah, always stand the sunny side mag- of the street, right? <laughs> yeah, the guy's a magnificent, just a magnificent drunk, a magnificent Huge alcoholic. Drunk. Got his yeah. teeth fixed. Knocked all his teeth out. Lost all his teeth. They're all fixed now. Have you seen him? It's weird looking. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fix his teeth. His number finally came in. He got his teeth fixed. Yeah. What do you got, Tom? Give us some. Give give us a a band that or. That gets you. I'm in just this thinking way. of uh, there's like Dan was just saying he looked up the lyrics to a song that he didn't understand the lyrics of, and it turned out great. But there uh, have there been times when you've looked up the lyrics to a song and you thought you knew what the song was about, kind of. You got like a sense of what it was going on, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's oh, all right. Well, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna ignore the lyrics because that doesn't that doesn't fit with what I was what I had right. going on in my head. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, or like I I think of it a certain way, and I thought it was a certain word. And then, but then they, and I've listened to it for yeah. years. And then I found out it was another word. And I'm like, I'm just going to go with my first word. Right. Yeah. Right. I knew, I know what I'm doing. It's not like so I much that I'm disappointed it. and more just, uh, blinded right. by rage. No, it's just that I'm, uh, more like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're all I listening about to the song it. by the, the, do you guys know the wedding present at all? That oh band? yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Good yeah stuff. They're fantastic. And like yeah. every one of their songs is just like, I, I got a dagger in my heart. I, my heart's broken. Like, every, you know, why don't you, you know, it's just, you know, just girl trouble across the board. Yeah. And they got this one song. Uh, oh, shoot. Oh, Dare. It's called Dare. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like there's like this guitar thing that goes on. And it's just wailing guitar. We're like, oh, my God, this is about this guy who's about to just like just just snuff it all with no pain because he can't <laughs> handle the heartbreak and everything. 
But then you kind of find out that you, like, you look at the lyrics, you're like, oh, it's a, he's trying really hard to talk this woman into staying the night and, you know, and going to bed with him and stuff. Right. I'm like, well, okay, that that's still, a, I guess that heartache still applies, but it's not quite the same thing. I was, you right, know, either. like as a teenager, I'm listening to this, like, you know, trying to like, you know, connect with it and like, oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, my God. The way the guitar you're <laughs> speaking mm-hmm. to my soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, okay. The guy just wants to get laid. All right. Okay. I get it. <laughs> they, uh, you heard the song Flying Saucer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bam, a, it's a, it, bam. yeah. It's got a great guitar, and the guitar just—it's kind of like, uh, like the Feelies, Dan. You ever listen to the Feelies? Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. the Feelies, but I've never gotten like. It's got, but it's like that. It's that kind of Velvet Underground quick picking guitar, like okay. jangly. Yeah. And Flying Saucer, it just goes off at the end. It's like it's just the guitar is just, just wailing away, and yeah. they also they also do an excellent cover of uh, the Velvet Underground. Uh, She's my best friend. Really oh, like laid back version of it. Yeah. yeah. Certainly they do a nice uh, Neil Young cover as yeah. well. Uh, Don't Cry No Tears. Mm. Love Neil Young. Yeah. Oh, as long as we're at it, I just learned about, did we talk about <laughs> this album um, On the Beach? Oh, yeah. It's so Holy good. Smokes. A friend of mine yeah. gave it to me recently or told me to get it, and I got it, and I'm like, holy God, this is such a good album. No, does anybody yeah. know how good it is? Or maybe I was just in the dark the whole time. It's, it is weird. Yeah, like you don't hear about it. Nobody ever talks about that record. God. The only thing that's wrong with that album Mm -hmm. is that way before I heard it, like the studio album, I had a bootleg from some show in like New York or something from like around that time, I guess, like right before he did that album. So there's like, I was used to those versions of those songs. Yeah. Oh, I see. There's not a thing wrong with the album, but I just had those other versions in my head. Yeah. That, that's, that always, that happens sometimes with live recordings or like, uh, these kind of yeah. controlled like BBC recordings of stuff like um, mm, yeah. this happened to me with the Kinks. Uh, they have a song, uh, oh God, "Mindless Child of Motherhood," which I uh, is a great song on the album. But I only learned about it through this um, B- live BBC recording, which ha- rocks mm-hmm. so much harder. So that's the song oh, for sure. me. So when I hear the other one, it sounds limp and weak. It's not killing yeah. me like yeah. the other one. Yeah. Off the post yeah. all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, sometimes the live version just takes off oh, and you can't man. listen to the studio anymore. It's incredibly yeah. good. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, and I heard the real one. I was like, ah, oh, geez. <laughs> that sounds pretty calculated. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, do you know yeah. who does the worst Velvet Underground covers? <laughs> who? Lou Reed. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. God, they're terrible. Just like these. Yeah. 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 We're gonna have a lot to post this time. Yeah, a lot of You know posts. you know who does really good you know who does really good ones? Uh Jonathan Richmond. John John Jonathan Kale. Oh John Kale. Oh yeah. John Kale from the Velvet Underground. Yeah, he, he does like really dark covers of like, like he, with it where he's just like go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. I was just gonna say he needs Like he does an amazing somebody. cover. He does an amazing cover of uh, All Tomorrow's Parties. Oh yeah. And he 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 does a lot of and heroin, but he does a lot of like the uh, the Nico songs, right. the songs that she sings, that's what, that was and he does days. them really like yeah. But he does it like, uh, but he does the songs that she sings in kind of that, you know, he has that that Welsh accent and kind of does it with like a very yeah droning dark way about it. He's, he was a genius, and they both were. I mean, Lou Lou wrote some really well, good John cool Kale's lyrics about alive, New York, I believe. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he uh, he needs see Lou Reed needs somebody because if he doesn't have yeah. anybody helping him like make something great, he's I I, I you know I think he except, kind of blows. Is that the David for, Byrne uh, effect? Uh, don't know about that as being a David Byrne thing, but 
David Byrne. Wait, David, David. Uh, Talking Heads was great, but then his solo stuff is kind of boring. I like a lot of. Yeah, he gets, I like he gets some a little too new agey. Yeah, but I hear you. But you know what though? I think we talked about this though. Lou Reed, New York, is a great album. Yeah, that's that might be the one that you, you just hit on the one yeah. album that I thought was an exception to what, to yeah. what I was just. Everything saying. else is no. Everything New York else, for yeah, me no, is his okay. last good, last great album. But uh, and I love that album. But every other one has somebody like is there. David Bowie's there. John Cale is there. You know, yeah, exactly. Somebody's there. So, so his solo stuff was line. good. Solo stuff was good when Bowie was with him. When they did like Walk on the Wild Side and they did uh, right. Transformer. Yeah, you know, Coney Island Baby is good. <laughs> by the way. Check yeah. that one out. Maybe I'm wrong. Coney Island yeah. Baby is damn good, but he, I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll post Berlin. all of it. All of it. Berlin's a little Most dark. of this episode will just be posting things that we like. Post the fuck out of it. Ditch yourself to uh, Ditch Digger's well, Listener's Hole on Facebook, and you'll yeah. hear all of these songs that we have mentioned. It's been a half hour we're listening. talking about shit we like. This is a total waste of everyone's I mean, we're time. listening... I mean, we're listening to a lot of... I mean, because we're listening to music. We're in quarantine. Yeah. I spent the majority... The I, I I spend the majority of my time air drumming to music mm-hmm. and then crying hysterically. <laughs> so it goes back and forth between the two of those. Yeah. Like I'll put a song. Oh, you're not doing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. That you're no, like no. air drumming as you're crying hysterically. No, no. I'll be I'll be elated and I'll be like smashing things in my apartment as I'm listening oh, to okay. punk music, mm-hmm. and then I sh- the music stops and I sit there and stare off into space for a minute and I start crying hysterically. Get through that and then I put the music back on and maybe I'll try a little air guitar as well. Oh boy. So, all right, let's change the subject here. So I connected with my mom. I've been connecting with my mom more, right? Getting on the phone with her. And she's she's got this habit now that I can't talk to her about, but it's driving me absolutely insane. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know when she started doing it, but she starts, she's sucking her teeth incessantly when she's on the phone. Oh, shit. And you know what that does to me. Oh, God. It's like. Oh, no. And I said, you're allowed to do that. No, she's just sucking her teeth. <laughs> maybe give her a lozenge. Maybe it'll. Maybe and, it's like a and double. And she, she had her isosceles. So she has a. <laughs> she, she had Ron she had some gum surgery. Yeah, around a She had some gum surgery like a couple like six months ago, maybe oh. even more. Okay. And, and and it was all everything was perfect, but she's like she's complaining about it constantly. She keeps going back to the doctor. The doctor says you're fucking crazy. They're fine. And my sister oh. tries to tell her mom, you're fine. She's like, no, they're, my gums are getting worse. So she sucks on them all day long. Oh, oh, and I'm listening. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't. I love my mom and I need to connect with her during this dark, <laughs> fucked up, fuck fest of a time we're in. But yeah. I cannot sit on this phone <laughs> for one second longer. Could, and the one time on I tried. Could she phone or something? Like if she, if she weren't it. right up against the phone, would that make a difference? No. Yeah, it, there, there's. She wouldn't know how to work the speakerphone to begin with. Oh, I know. So, I so, <clears throat> so I said, um, and the one time I said, "Ma, I go, I go, why are you sucking your teeth so much?" She got upset, Uh-oh. and she hung up the phone on me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I knew right there and then not to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. So I fight through it. I used to be on the phone with her for like sometimes like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a minute and two. Three minutes tops, and I'm like, I, I'll call oh you back God. in twenty. I'll call you back in an hour when I build up my strength again. Jesus, <laughs> get these forks out of my ears. Sucking the teeth. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd almost say, call me when you're eating because that'll be less abrasive. Just oh God, call oh me when God. you're because that'll be fine. I can, I can hit over the teeth sucking. Teeth sucking is one thing. There's a no bueno. It's a no go. It's a non-starter. <laughs> but the fact that you'd be willing to listen Center to somebody nice eat just just shows you how much it bothers you. That tells you everything. Yeah, yeah. That's shocking. Give me the Chinese. I'm sitting water here listening to this. I can't take the waterboarding anymore. 
can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I fucking can't do it. Torture. The whole world is going to shit. We're out of the button into the fuck now like never before. <laughs> and I can't I can't listen to this incessant teeth sucking. Yeah. I want to I want to jump out oh the my window. God. And I love the woman. Ah, Jesus. I'm sorry, Mike. Jimmy. Doing yeah, my I'm best. This is what you get for having loved ones in your life. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Not me, baby. I'm too precious. <clears throat> um, uh oh. What was that yeah, cough? Was, what? That was a cough. It was a single cough that happens. I always get phlegmy and stuff when I come to record. I think I think the water that I drink is too cold and it makes me kind of phlegmy. Mm, I don't know about that. <sighs> there we go. All better. Um, Dan, do you have a joke? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Uh, well, I didn't have anything, I didn't have anything ready, but um, oh, so God. here's one that here's one that the crowd hasn't heard yet. Oh, all right. Uh, not not. It's the Vegas not joke. The chokes. The the uh, the uh, host notwithstanding. Uh, yeah. Here's the here's the joke. <laughs> uh, big time gambler. Uh, he has a really really mm. w- uh, rough weekend in Vegas. Uh, he's only got a couple hundred dollars left. So he's He's tail between his legs. He's driving out of town. He starts hearing a voice over the mountains. And the voice coming from the mountains goes, <laughs> go back to Las Vegas. He figures it's a sign. So he turns the car around, drives back in. As he's just getting back into town, they say, go to Caesar's Palace this time. So he goes to Caesar pa- Caesar's Palace, parks the car, goes in there. Just as he enters, it goes, play roulette, second table on the left. So he goes over to the second table on the left. roulette says, put all the money on red. Puts all the money on red. They roll it, it comes up black, and the voice goes, fuck! It's <laughs> <laughs> still funny. It's a great joke. Good. It's a good one. That is good. It's an old favorite of mine, I think. It's, it's an, that's, you know what I like about one. that one? Yeah. Most of the jokes, and like, I, I'm just basing this only on the jokes that you've told so far on the show. They're, you know, it's kinda, they're, they're all kind of of a certain you know stripe. As you call them, like sort of street jokes. They're kind of like yeah. a little... Twilight Zone setup of what's going to happen and stuff. Right. But with this one, like, you know, there's a ridiculous setup each time. Like, you know, the guy's waving the the, the towel to cool off as well. That's how you wave a towel or whatever yeah. and stuff. <laughs> like, that's all. You know, but like in this one, guys, all like, what was himself. the voice? Like, you're kind of left with like a metaphysical kind of like, what, no. what, what exactly See, happened in this joke? We're understanding things differently here. What I, oh, this, okay. what I love about the joke is going to answer your question, I think. Okay. Well, for me, maybe this is like the Tom Waits song, but. What I mean Maybe. to say is that uh, you are you are playing on people's expectations that the voice is metaphysical or magical, and uh, what okay. you realize by the end of it is that okay. this is the voice a gambling addict hears. That oh, right, the right, joke right. is not okay. uh, that makes the a joke is on the listener for expecting the voice to not be coming from inside of him. <laughs> That's it. what's so great about the joke. That's why it's right. my favorite. I think. Yeah. Because most people really think good. that's the voice of God. And, yes, and the voice is up, him. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, I was kind of sticking with that through the through the punchline and being like, "Oh, the voice was really pissed off and let down. <laughs> the voice didn't. But the voice figured thought it had it figured that, out, but it didn't. That's just my interpretation of the joke, though. I think it's funny either way. But I think mm-hmm. you're probably right. Well, yeah, yeah, it's that's what I love about it, though. <laughs> no, yeah. That is good, though. Fuck. Good is, joke. It's it's his addiction. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's that inner voice uh, inner voice tell you take the drink do the drugs watch the porn example yeah, yeah. also true of the towel wafting joke or not it's not the same thing but what I love about jokes like that is that the first line tells you something that you don't think is going to be important he's a big gambler 
He's leaving, right? The other right. joke is that the guy is the guy's frustrated because he can't get his wife to orgasm. So it's that it's that frustration in him that allows him to be like, "That's how you wave a towel." He's trying to <laughs> he's trying to make himself feel better, and it's just right, right. That's what I love about it. It's, it's a real yeah. human emotion. It's like a real thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's still he's still the one who solved the problem. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's, yeah. he's he's man enough to he he's the one who gave his wife an and, orgasm. Yeah, he's he the one needs to the think of it that way, otherwise he's gonna be really yeah. let down. <laughs> he's gonna kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Anatomy of a joke. Jokes are good. I like with this. Animals. I like this. I like this setup with him telling a joke every time. Oh, I do too. I'm gonna have trouble keeping it coming, but I'll try. No, yeah. you, you're on the spot now. Pretty, I mean, I guess I have, you know, a box of trivia sitting here if we ever need to fall back on that. Yeah. Oh, trivia. Yeah. Wow, you said trivia. Oh, hey, that's great. great. That's no, great. No matter what Mike says, it. do By it. By the way, guys, guys, I, had, I, I never I never disposed of Jimmy's body from the other day. Oh. Like, he's still laying here. It's getting I'm going to go. You guys are done. There's I'm flies. Done. He's all bloated. It's sick. I'm going. I'm going. The shtick, oh. I, can't, I can't do shtick. It may work in what, the what? In, in some areas of the, of the country in the world. The it doesn't work in my world, my friend. If I, if I find some disinfectant stuff, Mike, I'm going to get it to you, but then you can come over and pick it up and help me out with Jimmy, okay? Mm-hmm. Just, just, just for, forget it. Here. Forget the disinfectant <laughs> shit. Okay? Right. What's better, sucking the teeth or, or the shtick? Get that, oh, get, good get, question. Get that sucking teeth is shtick. Get what, that son to help what if you Dan created a new character, or the, the teeth sucking guy? <laughs> yeah, right. And he, he acted like he was the fourth guy on the show. Jimmy just got gum <laughs> surgery. <laughs> oh, I got a good. It's enough already. Enough. All right. Enough. All right. We're gonna. Well, we heard the trivia music. What was that? Just give us. No, let's shut it down. Shut it down. We're done. Right. We're done. Oh, there's, there's no me. trivia. There's no trivia in a fine. time of of crisis like this. All right. It's not gonna fine. happen. Okay. That's funny. Not jokes, not information. People, uh, no. people are just gonna have to go without it. Uh, never mind the music. Yeah. The music did play, yeah. which I thought was, but we don't need it anymore. It's fine. It was misleading, and we apologize. Sorry about it's, that. It's, 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 it's triggered. It's set up by the. It just it's it's a smart theme, so it it, it knows when we say stuff, and then it just plays. Mm, we can't help it. Okay. Watch Mike. this trivia. See, there it goes again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, cut it out. Cut it cut out. Cut it, Jimmy. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. A moment of silence for Jimmy. That was a moment of silence. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. Mike's had it. Um, maybe you've had it too. Who knows? Yeah, please get to uh, Facebook and check out the uh, Ditch Diggers listeners hole over there because you'll be finding uh, links to all of the songs we've been talking about because um, we want to share our genius with you and our, our, our you know, cool guy Wait, I have a question. appreciation of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. My question is, and I, this is, I mean, I'm not even being... I'm I'm not even joking. I'm only not I'm only half not joking. But the uh, mm-hmm. tall Tom being so tall, I feel like you got less chance of the droplets, like the the aerosol droplet oh. situation. It's gonna they they immediately fall because of gravity. Right. I feel like being as tall as you are, and, you're less likely to get coronavirus. Prove me wrong. Wow, you might and, be right. Unless he's sitting down and someone just spits on them well yeah but i mean if That's we're true. if i'm sitting down sitting and down. someone spits on me and I'm, I'm just as likely so what i'm saying is when he's standing yeah. up that's protection yeah. that i don't have no it's matter true. what i do unless i stand on a chair and really these days i'm only sitting down at home in a controlled yeah. environment i'm not sitting down out in the world it's true yeah you true. know right, yeah just i think right, maybe this will uh this is going to be like a you know an evolutionary event mm-hmm. where now you know you're going to see that the population of the world will be mostly tall from now on 
Like we're weeding out a lot of the shorter people. I'm sorry, Dan. You probably have other stuff that's worse Oops. though. Like if you get giardia or something, it goes. It's got a longer digestive tract, so it's to cover, yeah. and then you end up like shitting your jolly green giant outfit. <laughs> to say nothing of just the general loping goonishness. Okay, and then you I, know, of, 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 you I, know. I think you were just gonna say something about the patrons. Oh, was I? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To say nothing of our loping goonish patrons. Mm-hmm. That's not what I was going to say at all. We love our patrons. Uh, we're going to thank them right now. As soon as I bring up Dork this page supporter house. <laughs> Who's Earl you know of who, Porter House. Do you know who Joe? Do you know who Joe Diffie is? No. Joe Diffie. No. Joe Diffie, no. 90s country, country star, 90s country star, dead at 61 from coronavirus. Oh. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't know who that is, but I feel right. bad about but it. But everybody's a ton of people are posting about him. So, John Prine, who yeah. I don't know who John Prine is. Uh, yeah, you know John Prine, folk artist John Prine. Yeah, yeah, reported in critical condition with Corona symptoms. Oh, I love John. Oh, Prine. God. John Prine's yeah, a really cool guy. I think he's like a Pete Seeger type, right? Uh, no, uh, well, in my mind, I lump him in with uh, Nick Lowe and those guys or something. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, got you now. I he's could be real wrong, straight though, folks kind of thing. Yeah, he's got some yeah. really good songs. Hmm. Well, the well, the quote Pete Seeger, we we shall overcome. Yes. Yeah. And you know uh, who's going to help us overcome? Our beautiful patrons, patrons yeah, like Scott Wedge, May Flores, Captain America, Wedge. Scott Bishop, Damanon Garza, The Damanon. Sack News, Mark Mavora, <laughs> Private Pile, and Pork Snorterhouse. Thank you, fellas. Wow. Private Pile. Wow. You are all the most fellas and ladies, I should say. Not You're all beautiful people. And uh, no, that mother scratcher isn't there anymore. That Bill Parker. I know. He, he hightailed Not that mother scratcher. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Not that mother scratcher. Yeah. We told you that. Um, but thank all of you and uh, anybody who's listening. Thank you. And uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, don't sneeze on any tall people. If you're going to sneeze around a tall person, just do it down like you naturally would. Don't shoot it into the stratosphere. Uh, we want to survive forever. And uh, we'll see you next time here on the Ditch Diggers Show, whatever it's called. Operation Coronavirus. Thanks, everybody. Nicely done. Hey, you scratched my ankle. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha